wind blowing toward right field. If Alex could find something to pull, get it in the air, he would get some help. Familia's next pitch. Belted to deep center. Back goes Lagares. And gone, Alex Gordon. And comes the pitch. Broken bat, one hopper to third. And over to first in time. Runner going to try to score. Wild throw. Hosmer gambling that he could dash home on the throw to first base. And the Royals have tied the game. For the very best in baseball, this is the place you want to be. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. This is the only and fastest growing daily Royals podcast. I'm your host, Rylan Styles. Again, you can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. And on today's show, we're going to talk about some Burning questions around Kansas City surrounding the Royals on a big Thursday afternoon as the Jayhawks tip off today in the Big 12 tournament and other college basketball happens around the conference. But first, I want to give a huge thank you to everyone who supported this podcast. There's been a ton of you listening, downloading, and sharing this podcast. I cannot appreciate that enough. According to the you know geolocation, a ton of you are local, so that's awesome as well. Got a ton of people downloading, listening to me from Olathe, Overland Park, everywhere in that area and everywhere around the world, even some overseas listeners. So shout out to you as well. Again, this is the Lockdown Royals podcast, a daily Royals podcast. And I usually say this in the back end of the shows. I'm going to put it in the front end right now. If you want to be a part of the Lockdown Royals podcast fantasy baseball season, Go ahead and shoot me a DM on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R Y L A N underscore S T I L E S. Also written in the description below. Or if you don't have Twitter, that's okay too. Send me an email, lockedonroyals at gmail.com. Email me. I need your ESPN account name. So however you send invitations on ESPN is normally through the email address of what you set the account up with. So send me that email address that I can send you out the invitation. It's going to be a head-to-head league. The draft will be the Tuesday before opening day at night. So that way it accommodates the most amount of people who can draft that night. And yeah, it'll be fun. Well, the spots will be determined based on how many people want to enter. So if there's 8 people, if there's 12 people, if there's you know 20 people, I think you can go up to, what, 30 probably? We'll see. How many of you there are, there might be enough for two separate leagues. So I'm willing to do that too. At the end of it, if you do win the league, you will win a prize. The prize to be named later. Don't know what the prize is just yet. Can't really think of it right now, but we will do something for you if you can beat me and win the Locked On Royals Fantasy Baseball League. So today, we're going to do some burning questions that I have, you guys have about the Royals. And then tomorrow, we'll do a interesting podcast I think I don't want to spoil it yet it's something that has not been done really on a podcast setting but I want to see how it works and then next week we're going to be talking to AL Central host on the Lockdown Podcast Network so next week you can hear me talk to the the Lockdown Tigers host the Lockdown White Sox host the Lockdown Indians host and of course the Lockdown Twins host and we'll be you know doing a cross episode 
each day of the week as we get ready for the season and start previewing the interdivision teams. So that's next week. Also, before opening day, we'll have an episode about the award predictions, so who I think is going to win the AL Cy Young, NL Cy Young, MVP, Rookie of the Year, Manager of the Year, and so on and so forth. Also going to have our final postseason preview, what I think is going to happen this season locked in, who I think is going to make the playoffs and who I think is going to win the World Series, and also one final episode about my expectations for the Kansas City Royals this year, what I consider to be a good season, what I consider to be a bad season, what I consider to be the perfect season, and so on and so forth. Just all-around expectations for the Kansas City Royals. So that's all lined up the next couple weeks as we head into opening day fast and furious as long as the coronavirus will hold off and allow us to play some baseball here. But it's going to be fun nonetheless. Stay locked into the Lockdown Royals podcast. And after the break, we're going to start with our first burning question. So we're back here on the Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. And one question that's been floating around for most of spring training is the fifth starter and the opener. Mike Matheny came out and said that he was open to the opener, no pun intended. He was interested in that idea and willing to evaluate every option on the table to better the team, blah, 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 coach speak. The Royals organization has dabbled in this, especially in Omaha. Josh Stomont has been an opener. Kyle Zimmer has been an opener. Guys of that elk have gone down to AAA and been an opener. If you don't know what the, what the opener is, it's a bullpen arm who starts the game, typically goes one to two innings, and then from there you get your number five starter, whoever that might be, and then you go back to your normal bullpen or you know, normal bullpen proceedings. This was made common, of course, by Kevin Cash. It was Brian Kenny's brainchild. He's the one that thought of this concept. Kevin Cash was the first ever manager to implement it in the big leagues. Brian Kenny, of course, the sabermetrics god of MLB Network. And Kevin Cash took it, and to break it down as simple as it can be, you start with an opener because you allow your fifth starter, who's not very talented, uh, and let's just be honest here, if you're a fifth starter, you're all right. You're mediocre at best. You, the best rotation in baseball will have a mediocre fifth starter. Maybe an above-average fifth starter. And an above-average fifth starter can be elevated the less he gets through the lineup. So if that opener can come into the ball game and throw heat for the first inning, the second inning, because the bullpen arms are typically those are typically those who throw 100 miles per hour and can blow things by you. Josh Stoneman would be a wonderful opener. If he can get through that those first two innings, then you throw Mike Montgomery out there, then you throw out there Jorge Lopez, whoever you think is going to be the fifth starter, you throw him out there in the third, fourth, fifth inning, sixth inning. By then, they've only if they're, if they're having a good start, they've only gotten through the, the batting order one to two times. You're not seeing them that third time. This eliminates that. Because in the seventh inning, you go back to your bullpen. But what you need is not only a guy who's capable of opening, which is really being a starter in the sense of your routine, in the sense of your daily habits, you need to be capable of being a starter in that sort of mindset. But you also need a deep bullpen. Because look, we're going to take a bullpen arm to start the game. So that's one. We're going to take at least a bullpen arm in the eighth and ninth. That's three minimum. If you're using a fifth starter that needs the the bullpen opener, 
He's probably not getting you to the, through the seventh, so you're going to need another one. And he's probably not getting you through the sixth if he gets in any sort of trouble. So you need another arm. So that's, on average, five bullpen arms that you use. And if you're lucky, three. But let's average that out to four. Let's just say that you use four bullpen arms every fifth day. That means you're number one. In this case, Brad Keller or Danny Duffy, whoever you quantify as the number one. Your next guy has to be really good. Your next guy has to eat innings, and you have to know for sure you're going to turn this rotation over to a Charlie Morton last year. You're going to turn it over to a guy who can eat innings. You're going to turn it over to a Blake Snell two years ago. You have to know that you're not going to need another bullpen day tomorrow. Now, obviously, things happen, and even you know Clayton Kershaw can go get rocked. Even, even Garrett Cole can have a bad night. But you need to know consistently that the next guy up is going to give you a day off if you don't already have one. You're going to use maybe three three relievers at most with the next guy. Because you're going to need that day to regenerate your energy uh, and you know recuperate. Do the Royals have that? Because I can want the opener as much as I do. I, I love the concept. I love the idea. I love the opener. I love the strategy behind it. But you need a good bullpen to pull it off effectively. You don't need a 2015 Royals bullpen. You don't need a 2014 Royals bullpen, but you need a good bullpen. You need a serviceable bullpen. Do they have that? Well, let's go down the line. I like Trevor Rosenthal's spring so far. I want to see him do it in the major leagues, but I like his spring. I want to see him do it back in the big leagues on the bump, recovering from that Tommy John surgery. I love Josh Stomont's spring so far. I like Greg Holland's spring so far. The problem is all these guys you've gone down the list for, Jorge Lopez, all these guys as you go down the list are guys who have not done it at the big league level consistently enough or have not done it since they've been hurt in the case of Rosenthal, case of Holland. So the question is, would you try it? Yes, I would absolutely try it. I would try it with Josh Stomont, number one. That's who I think could be the most effective. Chance Adams is a guy who is only good for one inning at most. You are never going to get, I've said this before, you're never going to get more than a single inning out of Chance Adams. That's worth anything. That's worth anything. You'll never get more than a single inning. So why not get that great inning in the first inning and push everything else back? He's another candidate for this. I believe Royals Review had an article about this as well. Shout out to them. But Chance Adams, as I've said long before, is only good for one inning, so he'd be a nice candidate for the opener. Josh Stomont throws over 100 miles per hour and looks like he has his control down. If he can do a shutout first inning, a shutout second inning, you've set the tempo, you've set the pace. And again, I've said all year long, you know, starting in January when this podcast started, that this Royals lineup is a competitive one, that this Royals lineup is one that can be very talented, very good in baseball this year. Amongst the best. Obviously not the best. Obviously not even playoff good. But it can be really good. So if you give them one, two, three shutout innings to start, they should get you a lead whenever you consider Whit Merrifield and Jorge Lope, and Jorge, excuse me, Jorge Soler. Jorge Lopez in the lineup wouldn't, you know, would be pretty interesting though. 
I believe in the Nicky Lopez turnaround. I believe in the Michael Franco turnaround. I'm a believer in Hunter Dozier. Ryan O'Hearn is smashing the baseball right now. So I love the opener concept. Can it work for Kansas City? Maybe. And and that it sucks to say that because it sounds like a long-winded way of saying nothing. But there's a lot of reservations about if it can work in Kansas City because of that bullpen. I take my chances, though. I would try it. I would absolutely try it. The first time you need a fifth starter, I would go with the opener. Now, again, you're not going to need a fifth starter until about two weeks into the season. Due to the way the off days line up, due to the way that you know the rotation lines up and the games line up, you're not going to need a fifth starter until about April 9th, I believe. I would start the opener right there, see how it goes. If it works, great. Keep it rolling. If not, oh well, let's figure out a fifth starter. The plus side for the opener is that it can't be any worse than your fifth starter. If you don't even know who your fifth starter might be, which the Royals don't, unless they call it Brady Singer, then the opener can't be any worse. And you're not ready to call it Brady Singer yet. Especially not with the business side of baseball. He's knocking on the door, but you're not ready just yet. So I'm interested in that opener question as well. Another question floating around has been the first base, and I've touched on it almost every episode. Ryan O'Hearn has got this position locked down. It, it was very close last week, even earlier this week, but... He's created separation the last couple of days, and even in the winter meetings, dating all the way back to December, Mike Matheny has always liked Ryan O'Hearn a lot, and he's always liked them more than McBroom, and he's even went as far to say that he can have an all-star level turnaround to his career this season. That is high praise. That, that is very high praise to not give a guy who is at worst tied in a race for a position than not on opening day. I think Ryan O'Hearn's your everyday player, and Ryan O'Hearn is going to be in the lineup for the bulk of the season. Uh, but McBroom, McBroom is playing very well. That's nothing to take away from McBroom. It's just that O'Hearn's playing better. One thing I like about McBroom is that he's shown versatility. He's played the outfield a few times this spring. I want to see how that looks. Obviously, most of the time when he plays, it's on radio, so you don't really get to see all the quirks and, and everything that you get to observe on TV or in person. I want to see what it looks like when he's in the outfield, but he has been standing out there at least, so that's good. But, yeah, I, th- I think Ryan O'Hearn has this job on lockdown. One last question before we wrap it up is Brady Singer, and when is he going to get called up? Again, I had a whole podcast about this. I don't think he'll get called up by, at the end of camp. I don't think at the end of ca- camp he'll leave surprise and go to Kansas City. It makes no logical sense. It makes no baseball sense. It makes no business sense to have Brady Singer on your opening day roster. And frankly, despite me loving his talent, despite me loving the kid, I would be frustrated and upset if he does make this opening day roster. And to find out why, you can go back and listen to that episode. It's conveniently titled Brady Singer and and the and should he make the opening day roster. Find that title, click on it, listen to it if you haven't already. It details everything in great detail why he should not be on the opening day roster, but that's what I think. So these are some of the burning questions that I got thrown around to me all throughout spring training, and also I've seen other people, <laughs> I've seen other people talking about it as well. So again, if you want to be in the Lockdown Rose podcast, ESPN Fantasy Baseball League, that's really a mouthful. Get at me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R Y L A N. 
underscore S-T-I-L-E-S, or email LockdownRoyals at gmail.com, and we'll get that set up for you. There's a prize at the end if you can win the league. So you're going to want to enter for free. I mean, I'm literally handing you a free gift if you can win a free fantasy baseball league. What can be better than that? So follow me on Twitter. Interact with me on Twitter about what you think about the Royals, your opinion on the opener, your opinion on Ryan O'Hearn, your opinion on Brady Singer, all on Twitter. I'm always going to talk baseball over there with anyone who wants to and people who don't want to also. I mean, my timeline is flooded with random baseball takes, especially about the Kansas City Royals. So anyway... Thank you all for listening. We'll be back on Friday to wrap this week up. Be good and be good to one another, and we'll see you next time on the Locked On Royals podcast. And as this show ends, do not forget to check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball.